Shout out to Satoshi's Ball by JarsLearnCrypto.com in Ottawa, December 15th. Monarch Token of Monarch Wallet, StrokenTokens.com, Bitcoin Energy, and Bitbacker.io. Hey, how goes it? Ken Bozak here to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin accessories. And today I'm here with my bro, bro, Matt, co-founder of Steam Monsters. How goes it, bro? Hey, it's great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming by. I wanted to do a quick shout out real fast about my Bitcoin accessories I just got in the mail today. I got some HODL fuel coffee. These are the K-Cups and this is the regular, you know, grounded coffee. So that's really cool that I have some novelty coffee right now by HODL fuel. And big shout out to Bitcoin Ben. So if you guys want to support this man, go over and head over to his Patreon and support Bitcoin Ben guys and uh, support those HODL fuels. Uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are, what you do in this space, kind of how you got into it, and then we'll jump a little bit into Steam Monsters. Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Matt. I live uh, you know, in the Philadelphia area, right near Ken. Um, 215. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, you know, I've been a, a developer um, for I, I started learning how to program computers when I was like around ten years old, just because I wanted to make my own video games. Um, and so, you know, I went to went to college for computer science. Um, graduated, did a bunch of you know non gaming related crap like financial applications, whatever. Um, then I got into I got into gaming. I did you know some mobile games. I did Facebook games when that was a thing. Um, you know, working for other companies. Uh, yeah, there and was then, one with the dog with the two heads or whatever. They were making like every Facebook game my mom played. What was what was that? Well, there was Zynga. I think Zynga, it was yeah. One, it was a one-headed dog. But oh, was it? It was like a weird <laughs> icon. I just remember. I never really yeah. played the Facebook games. I, I I was more of a console gamer than I was like into that. But like there was a real interesting thing that happened with those kinds of games because it, it intertwined social media and gaming, and that's not something that's really been done before. Yeah, so that that was huge, and I worked for another company that was not as big as Zynga making those games, and they they did quite well for a while there, and it's still actually it's a lot bigger than people realize now. Um, but yeah, so I did mobile games kind of when that was that was a thing, and then so as soon as I kind of learned about um, digital assets and what you could do with all that stuff, like beyond just the Bitcoin use case and what Ethereum was doing and all that, I was like, I gotta make a trading card game on the blockchain because you know i was i loved magic the gathering when i was a kid um i played hearthstone a lot i played other games clash royale and, and things like that um yeah i got some so random was, cards and stuff like you know from uh walking around the conferences from mount gox and uh those uh those kinds of things there was a thing that was giving out magic the gathering cards that was a mount gox collection that was really cool but i'm sorry cool. yeah sorry as i digressed um Maybe, you know, maybe they can pay those out, you know, to the people instead of selling the Bitcoin. <laughs> here's, your, <laughs> yeah. here's your card. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, once I, once I was got into cryptocurrency and stuff, I was like, I got to make a, I got to do a trading card game. Um, because when I played all those other games like Hearthstone and whatnot, all the car, I spent a bunch of money and all the cards that I had, they're just sitting in my account. You know, I can never trade them or sell them or anything. So that's all just sunk. Um, and it, it wasn't wasn't an investment. It was just you know directly paying to play the game, which is fine. Right. But there was just such a Magic the Gathering had it was such a different element because your cards are like an investment, you know. Um, so and it's just huge, and there's markets for them and, and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, the blockchain and digital assets gives you a way to do that. Um, the same thing as like physical Magic cards, but but digitally. Um, so yeah, I spent. I mean, this is well over a year ago when I w initially wanted to do this, and I, I actually I tried. I got like some funding together, and I tried to like even potentially build my own blockchain to <laughs> to do it. That was my plan at the time because. But you decided on Steam's blockchain, right? Out of like all of them, and I was gonna kind of cover that because there's so many options to build on for something like this, uh, and it was really, in my opinion, from seeing a lot of the people go in this space, it was a original and unique direction to go on top of something like Steam it and really build on top of a social networking blockchain with the game. And I don't know, like what what inspired you to go that route rather than the other ways? Like people are building on EO or ethereum stuff like that yeah so i mean 
so like I said, I wanted initially to build my own blockchain for it, but that that was just not happening. I mean, there's there's few developers who can do that, and they were hard to find, and it, it just wasn't happening. So I kind of gave up on it for a while, and then you know, aside from that, I got very involved with Steam. I really liked the platform. I got involved in it. I did some other projects that were not game related. So eventually, when I ended up partnering with uh, Agrode, who's a you know another Steam top witness. Um, we were like, he was like, let's just do it on Steam, and and at the time, I didn't I didn't really think that was a good idea because um, it doesn't have smart contracts. You know, it was kind of I thought it was sort of compromising and whatever. And EOS also wasn't live at the time, um, but I certainly knew about it at that point. So eventually, I was like, fine, we'll do it on Steam. And um, what I you know at this point now that I realize that you don't necessarily need a smart contracts platform to do all this stuff i mean right exactly there's a lot of things building on top of bitcoin and whatever it's not that they they are building smart contracts on the bitcoin platform all you need is a a public you know distributed ledger immutable ledger to hold all the data um and then you can just create your own protocol on that data so you know you can publish something to the bitcoin blockchain that means something else to you you know to people that are using your protocol and and sure you know the blockchain's not gonna um you know, it's not going to validate that, and someone could publish something that's incorrect. But you know, anyone running your software would just ignore those transactions. So, you know, I, we've termed it soft consensus, but whatever you mm. want to call it, it works well, um, and and it has a lot of advantages also. Like, you know, uh, it's a lot easier to fix if we have a bug in our software than say an Ethereum smart contract. Um, yeah, and it's not it's not like you're, you know, uh, I mean, maybe eventually they will become more expensive, but it's not like you're holding, like you said, these important smart contracts are going to be dealing with tens of millions of dollars that may need something like maybe whatever more more flexible smart contracts and stuff like that. But you know, I, I don't see why this would be considered like rocket science on the blockchain. You could, you know, like you said, use something that's already existent, build on top of it. And, you know, Steam, Steam's really powerful. I think it's very underrated uh, as far as the blockchain goes. And everybody's like, you know, when's this, you know, uh, killer app going to come out? And I'm like, well, it's, I, I think it's out. I think Steam, I think Steam, it may be one of those, you know, killer apps or is a killer app that is is just not recognized yet because you know it's just it's still sort of cumbersome i still have friends that want to play steam monsters with me and they're like i don't i've been waiting to get my account verified for a while i'm like you're right it's still a little cumbersome but you know when do you think it'll get to that ease of use easier easier on rampings into this because like it's really cool with the steam monsters you get like the promo code on here and you can kind of set up with like a, a a profile and you don't you can kind of like skip past that a little bit right yeah i mean so the advantage that we have is like i mean other unless you have a promo card you you pay for it right we're selling right. an actual product that you're spending money for um so i mean the reason why it's difficult to get an account created is because they cost money right so if steemit has to you know do their validation process to make sure people aren't taking advantage of that um we we avoid that whole thing if you pay for it you get an account right that instantly right away um no no waiting or anything um and it should be pretty simple. I mean, you just put in the name you want if it's available. It gives you a password, and you're you're all set. Um, so, I mean, a big, a huge part of what we're doing is just trying to make this a very simple, easy process. Like, you don't have to know about cryptocurrency. You don't have to do whatever. Um, it's ten bucks to buy a starter pack. You get your account, and you're all in. Or you get a promo card from Ken, and uh, you're in for free. Well, I got um, my friends. My friends that came to our meetup not too long ago, they got into it, and they were never into crypto before, and it was their first crypto meetup. And you know, you gave them one of the Steam Monster cards, and we've just been, you know, bragging about how many win losses we've had throughout the time. And it's really cool that they're kind of getting into, you know, cryptocurrencies without worrying about money. You know, the monetary aspect of it, right? Like, oh, is it five dollars? It's volatile now. It's only worth three dollars. Like, no, they understand that they can send each other. We we can all trade cards we can buy and sell them you know i think it's really cool how like it works with um what was the uh when you go to buy a card it goes through the coin um steam steam something uh where it instantly buys and sells through your steam dollars and steam power when you when you buy the packs yeah or individual cards i forget what it was called crap i do it all the time too uh when you automatically use the third party spending for steam like it just does like a pull 
from my Steam wallet to buy something on Steam Monsters. You mean like the um, Steam Connect or something? Steam Connect, thank you. Yeah. I do not know why I was blanking on that. I use it all of the time. But like, it was really cool to show them that they have some Steam on Steam It, and if they wanted to buy a card or whatever, they just hit buy. Yeah, Steam Steam Connect, and it just does a pull, and it's like really convenient because Steam back dollars, they're not really volatile. It's convenient, and I don't know. It's just a great way to kind of on-ramp people into crypto without them really worrying about losing money or making money. Just use the technology, right? Like the, the underlying technology, use it and kind of get the understanding of how it works, and then imagine the internet of money, you know, if these things yeah, yeah. were to be... And it's really cool, like, concept. What are some of the conversations you have with some of the people that you kind of, like, drop this on that don't know about crypto they just care about the gaming side right because that's like what this is it's a game so people don't really have to care or know about crypto or steam or steam it or any of these things to really play the game and have fun so like do they ask you any unique questions or do you have any like unique conversation with people when you're trying to on-ramp them after they get interested in the, the crypto side of it and how it works on the blockchain yeah, so that's, I mean, that's like the coolest thing is I think there's a lot of people who are, like everyone knows about crypto, even if they're not into it, they've heard of it at this point. So, and and most of the people, especially people who are into these kind of games, they like think it's interesting and they like it, but they, they just don't have the time or willingness to get into it. So it's really neat that this is a way they can just go play this game and then they're in, right? <laughs> they're, they're there, they're getting assets on a blockchain, they can sell it for cryptocurrency, you know, they can exchange that for other cryptocurrencies if they want. So it's, it's like a really cool way to get people in. I have a, a few people that just, you know, and, and, you know, big thing is that you can pay with PayPal, right? And you can use yeah, US saw dollars. That, that was really card. cool. That's like, that's a huge thing for us. Huge. Um, and I think we're one of the only ones that do it. Uh, and so, like, I've have, I have a yeah, I play who's... a few games, man. At least seven, eight different blockchain games. And yeah, no, nobody right now that I know of. Eventually, I think Hedgy might. I think that was something they were talking about in my interview with them at Token Fest. Uh, but I'm not sure if they do it right now. But yeah, right now I think you are, and it's really cool because Coinbase just partnered up a little bit with PayPal there for free transactions. Yeah, yeah. So now people could use Coinbase to PayPal to Steam Monsters, and these are all avenues that they're familiar with. These aren't like you know foreign you know uses of money for them. Yeah, so it's 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 just a great way. Like I have a few friends that are totally not into crypto, but they just put in their credit card, they buy cards, and uh, and they're playing and they like it. And the other big advantage that you know over other digital games is that since you own the cards, it's it's more like an investment. You're not yep. not as much spending money. It's I mean it's for like you're buying Bitcoin. It's just right. another. Did they get into the private key thing. aspect and stuff like that, and like how these individual tokens are recognized on blockchains. I mean, they don't definitely understand all those details, but what they do understand is that they're they're investing in these things, right? Like these things have value; they can be sold and traded. And people like that that have experience with Magic: The Gathering that they might have their old cards and they see that they can sell them. You know, you go to you go to Comic Cons and people are selling Magic cards for like a whole bunch of money. So it's the same concept here, which you had previously lost on digital games. So right. it's. It's kind of cool. It's like, oh, you want to invest in in Bitcoin? Well, okay, if you have Bitcoin, it just kind of sits there for the most part. Um, you know, for right. I mean, you probably use it a lot more than the average <laughs> person. They just they just have it and it sits there. But this is, I sort of look at it as a cryptocurrency you can invest in that you can also play a game with. Right. People get bored with games that don't really have a way to interact with other users or to build communities in the games. And we've seen it really, right? The, one of the most popular was uh, Pokemon Go. This yeah, yeah. this little controversial guy right here. Everybody can collect these Pokemon, but they couldn't trade them with their friends. They could send them to Professor Oak for, for candies and upgrade their Pokemon. It was like kind of boring after a while. And then, and, you know, people got tired. The, using, the user use went way down. And then eventually Pokemon Go, you know, said, all right, we're going to have to make it so people can trade in-game content. And, you know, that's the bottom line is what the users want. We want to be able to have some kind of control over these things in-game because we spend money on that. It's not yeah, cheap. Yeah. Plus attention. Our attention is valued. I mean, at least to me, I value my attention, my time. Oh, uh, super. Oh, thank you. Uh, hey, uh, Data Bunker, thank you for the $5 super chat. Much appreciated. And uh, Biggs, 
Thank you so much, bro, bro, for the $5 super chat. Much appreciated, guys. I really love you. That's that's love right there. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, like, so w what are some of the things that you're doing right now with Steam Monsters? Like, is there anything that you're looking forward to? I know it's still in beta. What are some of the features or something that may be being worked on? Yeah, our biggest thing, um, which is we're hoping to release in January, is going to be our tournament system. So that the whole idea is um, that you'll be able to there'll be big prizes at stake on a regular basis that you can win, you know, if you're good at the game and you have cards. And we, we think that that's going to bring a whole lot of value to the cards, which is which is really big, because once once they can be used to win, you know, serious prizes, you know, that potentially makes them a lot more valuable that mm -hmm. that you know, helps people with their investment. You know, like I said, it's an investment. So, but, so the idea is we're going to sponsor ourselves, um, a, a, a bunch of tournaments, you know, at least a couple of thousand dollars a week, um, worth of tournaments. But then the, the idea is that since it's decentralized, anyone can run their own tournament. So there's, there's a whole bunch of different brands and businesses that have reached out to us that are like, yeah, we want to run a tournament just to, and we'll offer prizes just to promote our brand. And, I want yeah, to run well, a tournament. Sure, I yeah. want to run a tournament. You put up some prizes, you run a tournament, and you know you can upload a logo, picture, whatever, and it's posted I got on some, all the battles. Yeah. What, dude? Wax stickers? I got my own custom-made, tokenized little stickers for Wax.io. I can make that like bounties for my tournament, man. That is awesome. Yeah, and then the other the other angle of that is you can use the tournaments as a fundraising mechanism. So let's say you have a tournament where there's a ten dollar entry fee. Right. Then half the half the fees, you know, go to the winners for the prizes and the other half goes to, you know, raise money Hashtag for charity on the project. Yeah. So whatever you want. So the, the I the idea is that there will be all these uses for running tournaments. And we just hope that tons of different people and organizations will just be running tournaments. So if you're a player, you have a bunch of cards and you're good at the game. You can just go on and enter in tournaments all day long and, and you could win some serious cash. That's a really interesting way to see like the micro marketing aspect of that because that's already being done. I mean, look at I was in Vegas and all the casinos have gaming centers now with like gaming PCs for Fortnite and you can play for like yeah, 10 yeah. bucks an hour and you know that's be that's just marketing, right? Like they're really that's just for marketing. But that's what people are doing now. They're they're playing games more than they're watching football. You know, they're watching Fortnite. That's just the, the mainstream thing right now you know that's that's where a lot of the attention is and that's where the marketing money is going so it makes a lot of sense that that's an avenue people would go you know to try to do something like you know I, I, I could see like a even a small coffee shop or even like our meetup our meetup could sponsor a tournament or something yeah like for that. sure that would be awesome yeah steam philly uh tournament uh, yeah exactly absolutely. So that's the point we could even use it as a way to raise money to to have our meetups you know whatever um but yeah, so the whole point of that is just all like the more money that's coming into the game, the more valuable sort of our token is, which is the cards. Um, and then it, it'll hopefully, if that's more valuable, then more people will come in and, and play it. And that also makes it more valuable because there's more demand. So hopefully it gets a good cycle going. Um, How many different kind of cards are there right now? I saw there's um, about 100 or something, right? I, I, I was looking at like the collection I have. 78? Oh, I have a bunch yeah. of extras. That's right. I have to kind of like burn some extras to kind of level up the cards I have and stuff like yeah, that. Or yeah. like trade cards that I have extras of with people that have a card that I don't have. If I have a card that they don't have. Uh, I've been trying to build up my deck uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, such definitely. a nerd, man. I'm such a nerd. But I was like up last night when I was on a roll, dude. I actually think I won like five in a row. I did. I nice. think I had because I had to do the dark one, so I had to do like get that win streak going. Yeah, I, and I did. I got some free packs for playing and winning, so I got like free cards. It was really cool. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's the whole that's the whole thing right there. And then and you know there there's 78 cards, but then each one has a gold foil version of it. Which are like much more rare, you know, I scarce assets. I haven't gotten any of those yet. I'm kind of jelly. I'm about to buy right. one from the open market. I'm going to make that my first purchase in one of my videos to show people how to buy a card because it's really easy. I mean, it's just like you said, Steam Steam Connect makes it like two click. It's like using Amazon almost. You know, you just click yeah. What's it. What's harder about it though is you have to use Steam or Steam dollars. So we we you can't use PayPal or credit that's card true. to do that. And that's because that you know then we would 
A, we have to pay a fee for PayPal, and then we, we're not the ones getting that money, right? The seller of the card is the one getting that money. So we'd be paying the fees, and, and then we'd be losing out on that. And then also, there's since it's not on the blockchain, you know, sometimes if you go to buy a card at the same time someone else tries to buy the card, it might not be available anymore. We have to refund you. We can't do that automatically with, with U.S. dollars and whatnot. So... But yeah, so as long as you, a lot of people actually have been asking me like if they can just send me money on PayPal to send them Steam to go buy cards on the market, which just highlights the need for a direct fiat to Steam thing. Um, is there is there right now a way to easily get Steam with fiat? I, I don't know I don't if so. there is. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to go through either Bitcoin or Ethereum and use use like BitShares or something yeah, like which that. Which is, um, you mean block trades? Block trades. That's the one. Thank yeah. you. Um. Yeah, which is just, it's a lot for most people, right? Um, so, yeah, so there, there's definitely demand there. Um, but, yeah, that's... Do you see any way to build that, like, on-ramp, or is anybody working on that? I don't know. I would like to. Um, I don't know. Obviously, there's all kinds of legal issues involved. But I definitely I definitely want to, because, you know, getting more people into Steam is only going to help, help things. I agree 100%. I think this is, like, the best tool for empowering people to not just purchase crypto but earn it and that's what i really want like this year i really want people to to think more about how to ways to earn crypto yeah. not just like you know buy it you know like even if you're regular job figure out a way to use bitwage or uphold to kind of like get a percentage or even coinbase now has a really easy way to get like a percentage of your your direct deposit into crypto and you're earning it that way as much not so much feeling like you're buying it all the time you just part of what you earn from your daily job you earn a little bit of bitcoin and some fiat you know well steam monsters is ideally a way to do that right i mean you have yeah. to pay you know you can get a promo card for free or just 10 bucks for the starter set but then if you're good at the game you know you can start winning free packs which have cards that are worth money in crypto you know um and when the tournaments are out if you're good you win tournaments you'll just you'll get crypto so yeah, the tournaments would have like a honeypot of crypto, right? It's like winning Steam or Bitcoin or something like that. Not just like right now, what we win are like booster packs that have rare cards yeah, and yeah. stuff like that in them. Yeah, so you can sell those for Steam, um, but it's one more step. So the tournaments, it's going to be kind of an open system where people can do whatever they want. So I think the majority of the tournaments are going to pay out Steam or Steam dollars directly, just because since it's on the Steam blockchain. I want to pay for pink slips. Let's play for yeah. private keys. If I want to take all your cards, boy, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, it really, it's kind of up to people to run tournaments however the hell they want. If people want to offer, you know, some, you want to offer some physical item and ship it to people, you know, go for it. I mean, obviously, if, if it's Steam or Steam dollars, then there's no trust involved there. It'll just get paid out automatically. Other things, you'd have to trust the sponsor to actually, you know, ship you the thing or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but it's it's yeah the the majority will be in crypto, but you can do whatever you want. So I like the graphics and I like how kind of like the the feel and look of it is. You can kind of you know watch how the story plays out when they're battling, and you can sort of fast forward it. But it seems sort of like uh, like a Game Boy esque like you know feel and look to it. How it is? Is there any like integrations coming for the graphics? Do you see any more uh, you know? more story play out when like the battling's occurring and stuff like that because it, it's really interesting to see how like this already is you know as in beta i'm just wondering what the vision is like what's that final product look like in your eye yeah i mean we definitely ideally would like to add a lot more graphically towards the play out um so one one thing we're we're going to be working on is a mobile app you know ios and android next year um we're looking to raise some money to build that um and that'll, you know, right now it's just a simple web app. You know, people play in all different browsers and different machines, so we kind of keep it simple to not, not overload anything. But you know, once yeah, I played on my Brave browser on my phone, and it runs flawlessly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not even made for phone right now, so it's it's made <laughs> it's primarily designed for desktop PC. But when we have the app, you know, it'll be a native app for iOS and Android. So you know, we'll be able to do the same level of graphics as any app does, and um, it should run pretty well. So yeah, we're looking forward to that, definitely. What's the ETA on something like that? Are you looking at like the beginning of the year, mid end? Uh, I'm just wondering like what's 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 the ETA do you think on like this mobile app? Um, and it kind of it depends on you know how or if we can get funding for it. Um, I think we're gonna do it regardless, but if we're able to raise money, 
soon, then we'll do it sooner rather than later. Um, the market. Which operating system appeals to you more, iOS or Android, or would you try to uh, nail both down at the same time? Oh, no, time? we're going to do both. Yeah, both oh, at cool. the same time. Uh, we'll build it in Unity probably, which is you know allows us to export it to all different platforms. Um, but yeah, so hopefully if we get some funding, we can do it maybe like Q2 of next year at the earliest. Um, How are you going to go about the funding process? Uh, we, I haven't announced this anywhere yet, but oh. <laughs> you, you, you don't have it. to, if you don't want to, oh no. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're going to probably do, uh, an equity token offering, um, oh, you know, wow. private placement offering, um, as a regulation D security. Uh, so yeah, I don't think, uh, I'm pretty sure we're not allowed to do any like general solicitation of that. So I'm not soliciting anyone here. <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to go out and try to get some private investors and offer, uh, you know, basically a token that, that represents equity in the company. Shout out to Clove71. He just dropped the link to the Discord. I'll make sure I put that in the description box below. Everybody watching, make sure you go ahead and join the Discord. There's a link in the description box also, a chance to win uh, one of these starter packs. It's worth 10 bucks. And uh, there's also a link that you can buy some of these and play and just tag me on Twitter. Let me know your username. And if we run into a battle, uh, you know, we can troll each other. Is there any way to start? Like, I was I was hoping there's a way to do, like, targeted battles because I saw the battles are randomized. Is there any way? You mean I pick could, your I, opponent? Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah, to, yeah, like, that's... challenge you. That would be so cool. Absolutely. It, it actually, when we first released the fighting, there was a challenge button in there that said "coming soon." And it's just one of those things that kept getting pushed off and pushed off as we have to, as we have to do other things. But it's absolutely a hundred percent something we're going to be putting in. Yeah, I need a challenge button. I need people to come at me. You know what I mean? Like you know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> All day you'll have people coming at you. Yeah, no, that's awesome though because you know you could probably I don't know it would be interesting to see something like this even because. You know, I could say whatever, a steam back dollar per match, you know, and if you want to challenge me, that's what we both put up and whoever wins gets a dollar. That way it's not wasting any of our time and we're having a fun time playing games and earning crypto at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a hundred percent. Maybe I'll try to push that up the priority list. But like I said, we're working on this tournament feature, which I think is really big, but oh, then the tournament sounds sick, man. Yeah, then, really then we'll down. put in, um, then we'll do the one-on-one -on -one battling. So are there any other like things that you wanted to discuss about the Steam Monster stuff? Because I, I wanted to talk a little bit about like tokenization of in-game content and other things like that. So I wanted to make sure we kind of touched on everything. We didn't like leave anything out. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's not. I mean, one thing I'll mention is that I feel like the cards on the market right now are super cheap. So if you are looking That's to That's why I said up, I was like, looking to buy some of them yeah, right now. I was going to make I a mean, video on the gold ones. I've been buying some too because you know with the bear market people are just you know they want to get at they want to get some money out there so they're putting cards up super cheap and but if you look forward a little bit like once the tournament system's out and once there's like a bunch of prizes you know large dollar value prizes available I mean it's gonna make the cards you know it's utility right there so um, so yeah that's that's what How I'll say easy I mean is not it to send it advice. to another user I actually never transferred one to just a steam account like somebody never had one like if somebody just posted their steam account right now would it be just that easy to send them a card Yeah you just um go in your collection you know check off the card you want to send and click send and type in their name All right cool cool it. cool all right, so guys, drop your Steam names once this video goes out, and I'll be able to send you some of the cards I have extras of. And yeah, uh, yeah we can start playing because I, I want more people to get into this. I, I told uh, somebody who was like, Why are you giving cards away for Christmas or whatever? I was like, Because I want more friends to play with me. So this is me buying friends. <laughs> you know, it's like this, yeah, this is an awesome game. And, you know, I mean, the friends I have playing it with me are having a good time doing it. And I think it's a really, like you said, it's an investment. I think it's a really interesting way to have like this a non-fungible portfolio rather than the block folio aspect of every you know worrying about the volatility of the the u.s dollar value of this token or coin and you know there's no real utility behind it they're just staring at it because that's the utility right speculation rather than using something that is a token it's on a blockchain it, it's non-fungible it's tradable it's peer-to-peer -peer, but it has a utility they're not caring about the price and i think that's a really cool trojan horse way of kind of having like this you know like pokemon cards back in the day imagine if everybody held on to theirs in mint condition it's college fund money around this time so i think it's kind of like the same thing like i'm just trying to get my friends now into that next collectible wave 
because like I was saying earlier, how I kind of wanted to seg in, segue into it is the tokenization of in-game content is the next wave. It, it just makes sense that, you know, it, it, to, to have these exchanges and for games to recognize each other's content for the value that they have on the market for, you know, either on the actual platform itself as a game like you know the car in grand theft auto as opposed to a car in need for speed well why can't i just trade it on the exchange for the same thing on the other game like if there's a lambo sure. in both games you know so where do you see this headed like what's what's your because you you've been a gamer for a while you're oh, a developer yeah. you're really deep into like this blockchain technology where do you see like the mainstream's use case for this because a lot of people do argue that it doesn't make sense for their business structure to tokenize and to have an open market because the central the center mark is them so they can control the value and they don't sometimes want people to have what we want to be able to trade these things that we have spent money on and you know it just doesn't want to sit there and collect dust but they want you to want it to sit there and collect dust so like yeah. where where do you see the mainstream's use case for this where does it play out well i i mean i'm almost certain that gaming is going to be the the one of the major ways that blockchain goes mainstream. 100%. I mean, yeah, because I mean, these other the other use cases. I mean, just like payment platforms. There's there's, as, at least in first world countries, like that's not a problem that people have. Like being able to buy your coffee is not a problem that people have that that needs solving. Um, so it's like really hard to convince people why they should use cryptocurrencies for these things. But um, you know, games like. First of all, there's a huge overlap between the gamer community and the crypto community. Like people who are into games yes. also are into crypto, so they're they're able to like get over that initial learning curve easier. Like they're more willing to do it because they're kind of into it. They're nerds like us. Um, so, so technically that's, that's inclined. <laughs> yeah, technically that's that's better. Um, so so that's going to be big. And then there's also like there's a key like use case for it that they they get and they like like i have friends who are totally not into crypto don't get anything about it but they understand like oh you know how your magic cards or your pokemon cards were worth money and you can sell them and you know it's sort of like an investment now and you know how your hearthstone cards aren't like that <laughs> well now you can have the best of both worlds you can have a digital game where you can transfer the stuff anywhere in the world you can play against anyone instantly um but you also own your cards and and they have value and they're like an investment and people get that and people like that so you know between between those things i just i really think gaming is going to be the big thing for blockchain um yeah, i also especially yeah, I, with the micropayments you know like right now it's sort of becoming the next uh economy right like a lot of a lot of the the youth now are sort of you know and ambitioning to be these content creators influencers you know twitch streamers you know digital marketing they, they, they just want to work online and the best way to deal with money moving online is with internet money and they're starting to come across you know these easier ways to move you know and earn without having these barriers you know like you know paypal freezing accounts or banks not wanting to deal with this or that or like you said twitch and youtube stealing 30 percent of of donations and and the adsense revenue that people yeah, yeah. earn and this is like you know imagine on your way to work every day somebody just took 30 percent you know because that's your job is to be me like this on youtube talking to you and youtube steals 30 percent my boss is taking Facebook 30 percent and uh and app store games for a long time so i'm well aware of how that works <laughs> so i i think that you know, the the need is really there man like there there is a solid need for for these people that are be building this next economy wave you know this attention economy wave it's it's there because they're getting taken advantage of right now for, and that's for, that's where steam this. comes in too right that's that's why it's so huge like we have people they go and they stream steam monsters on dtube or on vim or some like steam platform then they get upvotes like the more people that watch them right and that gives them steam and then they can go buy more steam monster cards right and it's this like whole cycle or they win steam and they can it's a full circle economy which a lot yeah. of platforms and tokens and blockchains don't really have it's somewhere they hit a brick wall and it runs into, it just gets liquidated, right? But I see Steam yeah. is a full circle. Right, and it sucks. Like if, okay, you know, I play a game on EOS and I get, and then I, then I stream it on, on Steam. So I get Steam and then, have, then I got to transfer that to EOS to buy it. It's like a whole, you know, there's like four or five different things. Um, so yeah, I definitely see Steam. 
like I, I I love Steam's focus on on the social media aspect because again it's like gets people in like this is what people are already doing they're already streaming things they're already used to this you know so they can get in and do it on a blockchain it's like sort of similar to what Steam Monsters is doing for gaming you know they're doing for social media uh, unfortunately they haven't been doing such a good job of it um, <laughs> and I think there's just so much potential there that that needs to be realized but you know I hope it will be soon. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, a lot of people are trolling uh, Dan to come back to Steam and finish <laughs> what he started. And I, I feel like once it's there, like uh, even with Ethereum, you know, uh, you know, CryptoKitties kind of broke the blockchain and, you know, the developers got off their ass and came back to work to fix it. I feel like that's really what Steam needs, right? It needs that boost in the developers, you know, uh, morale is, you know, we need to get more users. Let's break Steam. Yeah, let's get more people on it, transacting on it, more people using it, streaming on it, playing Steam Monsters on it. And I think that when it needs to be updated, it will be, right? Like, why fix what ain't broken? I think Steam works pretty damn flawlessly in retrospect. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really poorly marketed, and a lot of this comes down to marketing. I mean, there's so many cryptos. And, you know, people just don't know about Steam. They don't know what the value of it is. So, I mean, that's, we, you know, I kind of also didn't answer, like, why did we pick Steam? So one I was of the, just, yeah, I was just going to, yeah, like, segue hugest, back to that. The hugest thing there is not the technology or really anything about it. It's just the community that's there. And they're all, like, they all are active and participate. You know, um, because it's a social media blockchain. Like, that's what it's for. That's what happens on Steam. Um, so it's, I mean, it's really, it's, a, it's like advertising. So if you, there, there's a group on Steam called Oracle D, and they're going out and trying to push this. Like, this is the real use case of Steam. If you're, let's say you're doing an ICO, or you have any business, you're selling something, you have a marketing budget, right? You, you go and you spend that budget on ads, um, usually some places and you hope you get more money out of that than you spent but but on steam instead of spending it you just buy and power up steam right so you're investing it you're not spending it it's not gone um, you're you're investing it in the steam token but then you can use that to advertise right you yep. use that yeah, stake you can promote your platform. posts yeah you can promote your posts you can and you incentivize everyone on the steam community to post about what you're doing so that's I mean that's what we did and you know we offer we have a relatively large stake in steam monsters and we upvote anyone who posts something you know about steam monsters or promotes us and meanwhile that just gets the entire steam community out posting about us and live streaming and making content whatever like it's it's sort of like an advertiser's dream that like all these people are just like going out and writing you know about your product all the time yeah. um, so and especially with this the low steam price now like i if i'm if i'm any business that's like at all wants to target this type of audience a uh, crypto uh centric crypto aware you know audience yeah yeah they're all huge in the crypto um you know you just you buy a bunch of steam that could end up being itself a good investment down the road i mean i don't know but it could and then and then you just have that entire community at your fingertips for like whatever you need there is you know the the um cryptocurrency bite ball um, which I was not yes. familiar with at all, did that uh, a few months back. They had this huge campaign on Steam, and it was nuts. The whole Steam community just went crazy for it. And it was just such a good use case for how you can take some of your existing marketing budget, invest it in Steam, and just get a huge value out of it. And, you know, yeah, Philip even it. has the uh, Steam bounties. You can put a bounty out and yeah, use yeah, yeah. Steam to try to fulfill bounties from, you know, your imagination out. But, you know, if you needed a logo designed or an intro video or, you know, it's kind of like a cool way to use Steam as a sort of like, I don't know what to say Craigslist. What would it be more like Fiverr or something? I don't know. You're kind yeah, of like yeah, putting like out a bounty crowdsourcing. though. Crowdsourcing. Yeah, exactly. I really think it was a cool way to use Steam. I mean, we've done that for like most of the stuff in Steam Monsters. First of all, most of the people on our team just came from the Steam community. You know, people came out like, "Oh, I can, I can print promo cards for you. Great." Yeah. How you did know, how did us. these designs come about? Yeah. So we have, um, the, you know, our our main artist and designer was someone just from the Steam community who we found. Um, you know, who's now working for us, you know, part time doing all the designs and art for Steam Monsters. I mean, we have people writing lore and backstories for all the cards, oh, so you know, cool. with the people who did the, the sounds and the music and like, pretty much almost, you know, everything in the game came from the Steam community. And so it's, it's just like such an amazing resource that, again, just most people just don't know about. Right. It's just another coin on this big list. Yeah. Right, for 
people. Um, yeah, but it, no, it offers right. so much more. It's, it's just another red or green candle. You know, people yeah, don't exactly. really look at the tech under the hood. And that's, for, that's, that's unfortunate for them because, you know, they look at the track history of, of a project, so red and green candles, instead of the track history of the progress of the technology underlining it. You know, uh, has it updated recently? Has progress being made for, you know, uh, you know, traffic? You know, can it handle this, you know, blah 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 and you know they don't really care to ask they just look at the candles right you know the pumps and the dumps yeah most importantly like how many actual people are using it not trading it you know not how many people actually use steam do you know like how many people are actively on steam because i don't have a number exactly but it's tens it's you know many tens of thousands it's more than any other that i would imagine yeah like let's say like thirty thousand people are like actively using the token not not just trading it like not not but like using it to to buy products or do things you know um you advertise whatever on a daily basis. I right. mean, that's so huge from a crypto community perspective, and it's totally, totally overlooked because they don't have a big marketing team. I mean, so many of these other cryptos, like I don't even know what. Well, the it's hell not it's- like they can market on Facebook or Twitter about yeah, their existence. But no, but- but they can. I mean, you look at things like Tron. I mean, those guys are just like marketing experts, right? A lot of the coins that are up there that aren't like the big ones, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever. Neil said fifty k daily actives. Whoa. All right, there you go. That's huge. Um, it, and it's just un- unfortunately like there's still, despite the prices being low, it's still a lot of just hype and speculation driven. So the the coins that are like up high that you don't like, I don't even know. You probably know what they are, but I don't know what the hell they are. Like, I don't know well, what the hell I've ever do I, with I'm them. I'm waiting for, like, some of these mainstream bloggers and vloggers to kind of get more in. Like I said, they lo- they lose about 30% from these mainstream avenues. But they're kind of incentivized, you know, because, you know, they have other ways of making money through, you know, promoting products on that. So it makes up for the void. They're not really incentivized, what I mean, is to, you know, kind of come in and spend time on something new. So I, I think this is more for people that are just like, uh, how do I start a blog? How do I start the vlog? I would say maybe not so much spend your time now on YouTube where we're at right now, you know, like start on a platform that doesn't have an established community around that topic. If you want to, you know, blog about cars and vlog about, you know, under the hoods of cars while you do transmissions, do that on Steam. You know, and and you have a, a, a much more of a niche in that community uh, instead of like on YouTube where it's kind of saturated on almost yeah. every subject. And they, they have like this limit on before you can even earn, dude. Like on Steam, you don't have to have 10,000 followers on Steam to start earning as somebody who wants to, you know, start creating a blog or a vlog. But if you wanted to do it on YouTube, they say you have to have at least 10,000 followers and 100,000 views on your videos and then you can start earning 70% of you know net net uh adsense and your 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 worth there and your super chats it's it's not like a really incentivized way to start but the people that already have aren't really incentivized to go to steam and start yeah. experimenting now so i think this is a really cool first mover advantage scenario where like paradigm shift doesn't just mean you know bank it unbanked i think it's it's going to be a huge paradigm shift when something like this goes mainstream i'm i'm just thinking do you think it's going to start with potentially some mainstream blogger like a somebody big on youtube that has millions of subscribers that doesn't even talk about crypto at all kind of finding and stumbling into steam and starting to understand that if i post my video here i earn you know everything instead of youtube blah 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 or just another avenue to share my content because you don't have to just share on steam you could have youtube steam and everything xyz So where do you see like the on-ramp is kind of where I'm getting at. Like what's that snowball look like? Is it mainstream uh, already or is it that bottom up where it's just going to start with somebody that just starts to get a following, somebody hopefully like me on Steam or you, and then that becomes the next mainstream, like the next YouTube, how Facebook kind of did that to MySpace. Steam will kind of do it again to Facebook. Yeah, I think I think the tools need to be a lot better. Like steamit.com is just not cutting it. Most of the sites on Steam right now are not cutting it. So I think we it needs like a really good app that just is so simple for people to come and use it and not understand anything about cryptocurrency, but they can just come on and do their thing and then, you know, Partico they just is a pretty easy app. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it is, but it still doesn't um it doesn't make it as simple. Like you have to, 
like, hey, I can't, you can't live stream on it or anything, but, um, we couldn't like, live stream just, on Facebook for years. Though. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying like, it, it's gotta be just like a simple experience on Partico. You still have to understand like crypto and you have this wallet and what are these different True. coins? Do we want to oversimplify it though? Or do we want it to be want... that, in, that, that, you know, ubiquitous to the platform where nobody even knows it exists? Yeah. I don't know. I, I would like it to be like a slow, like a kind of gradual learning process i guess um just where like people can come in and they can do their thing and it's good and then they can slowly learn like how stuff works under the hood is i think really important um it's it's going to take a lot to get there and like i said i i don't know if it's going to come from the users first like i i was saying i think there's a huge opportunity for like brands or advertisers to come and buy steam and use that to incentivize people to post about things so if there's a lot of money coming into steam that says, hey, if you post about my product or you do whatever for this, you'll earn money. It just makes earning opportunities for people. So you have people all over the world who are like, you know, I want to do something and earn money. They do it with Steam Monsters right now. So they come on and they stream about Steam Monsters. That's all they do. They play the game, they stream it. We upvote them. It's a small upvote now due to the price, but that still goes a long way some places in the world. Right? Well, so you'd if, rather earn it while it's low than when yeah. it was high, in my opinion. But I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just common sense, right? If something's yeah, exactly. low, I'd like to accumulate more of it then. Because, I mean, obviously, right now, everything... It, I, maybe I'm just, like, you know, whatever. But I think everything right now is only in a very artificial, like, temporary dip in value. The Like I said, the increase in the tech has been nothing but phenomenal across the board. I mean, look at Bitcoin and all these projects that have survived this year and look at their technology, the progress, not just the price. None of the none of the prices make sense. None, it, I mean, these have we've got so much institutional money on the edge of their seat waiting to come into this this industry. Coinbase couldn't make an OTC market fast enough. They didn't yeah. even wait to announce it. They just like, yeah, we, we did it. It was like, you know, they didn't even sneak a hint at it or nothing. They just, you know, so I, I think everything right now is waiting for that, that big money to move in. And that's why we're seeing so much negativity kind of in, in this space about how it's going to zero. The same shit they said about, you know, the internet stocks and, and computer technology stocks. Oh, nobody will have a computer in their house. That's, that's, that's a, 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 you know, a bubble. Technology is in a bubble. Nobody will invest in that. Sell all your stocks and then, you know, they go up and buy it while it was down and suppressed. Same thing I see happening right now in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, the prices are, I mean, they're they are not based on anything at all. They just have no meaning, really. Like, it's, it's just totally meaningless. So, um, I know it's, it's very difficult for a lot of people who have lost money, um, but... That's that's just the unfortunate way that markets get manipulated and things like that. So, but yeah, I mean, you look at what happened to internet stocks now. You know, um, they're doing quite well. So <laughs> I, I see I see the same thing. You know, well, even Crypto over. Kitties, these collectibles like Steam Monsters, these non fungibles have been holding up more so than these currencies, right? Like I've sure. seen yeah, yeah. recently, even in this bear market, a Crypto Kitty selling for six figures, uh, multiples. I've seen the most expensive was like. Uh, 200 a quarter million 250 thousand dollars for a crypto kitty and these these collectibles are still these non-fungibles are still you know going up in value over time as i've seen some of these other like you know currencies go down in value over time so because there's still users people using it there's a utility behind this exactly, this non-fungible yeah. it's not just it's a speculative thing that people stare at that's exactly right. I mean, if that's what I mean when the, the crypto prices have no basis, they're not they're not based on anything because they're not really used for anything. So you can't you can't value something that has no purpose, um, really. But if it does have a purpose, then you can value it, right? You can look at like how much do people spend on trading right. card games online, right? And like if that money starts to come into blockchain based games, you know, then that that means these cards will actually have this amount of value, and then you can trade based on that. It, it makes a an actual an actual use case, an actual mm -hmm. reason for them to have value. Um, I just saw a tweet I, earlier that said Wax.io is like a $50 billion industry because of uh, the in-game content market for oh, esports. Sure. Holy shit, dude. That is... I don't think people understand how big this esports thing is about to be, but like, kind of look at where football was before television. Okay, that's where we're at right now with this esports shit. It's it's about to take off. I bought a whole bunch of wax tokens last week because I, I just, 
I couldn't not. Honestly, I just like, registered to get my own st- stickers made on their blockchain yeah. because, like, I-, I want some skin in the game. Literally, other than holding the token, I would sure. love to have a, a, a tokenized me, like actual skin in their their game. Because I think that what Wax is doing is is amazing. And coming from where Opskins has come from, they've they've went through all the hurdles of of peer to peer in game content trading, uh, going through third party escrows and everything that realize that a lot of this can be uh, replaced by smart contracts and public ledgers and tokenizing these skins so they're really solving a real problem that they already know about and you know it's it's not vaporware they're they're right now like you know like steam the wax.io has active users where uh, you can just you know trade these stickers or in-game contents crypto kitties all these things and i think the esports is going to be what takes off on this crypto side of like i said i think we're waiting for ninja to find something like steam monsters where he realized playing these games all these years it's just locking up all this value in in this you know friggin pit it it doesn't go anywhere i know you're making money as a streamer that's fine but imagine all the things that you've accumulated in a game while streaming has been more of like a digital portfolio as well to hedge against the 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 fiat portfolio or the currency side of that portfolio yeah yeah absolutely i mean it does go somewhere it goes to the you know the owners of the companies that (laughs) that make those products that's where it goes um that's the whole point of decentralization is it you know, the the players are the ones providing all the value, right? So the the money should go to them. That's actually, I mean, that's where that's what the use case. That's what Steam is, right? So my wife, as an example, you know, would did she like goes hiking on some trails sometimes, and she went on some site or app or whatever to rate the trails that she walk, you know, walks on, and that's like she's spending her time giving value to the company that creates that app, right? Um, for no reason, you know, other than that she, you know, likes doing it or likes to help people out. But the whole point of Steam is to say, wait a minute, you know, she's the one providing the value here. Why doesn't she get? Why doesn't she get the value for that? You know, the creators of the company shouldn't just take all the value that everyone's putting into it. It right. should be given out to the people who are actually creating the value. And I, that's such a good, that's such a just a great concept. Um, and it just needs to be realized better. You know, it needs to be done in the right way. And then everyone would say, yeah, why Why am I going to post on this Trails app, you know, where they get all the money for my time that I'm investing? I'm going to do it on the Steam app where if I post a good review that helps people, like, I just, I get the money for that. Right, and I think uh, that's something like what Yelp, uh, I feel like people have realized over the years how Yelp was so big after so while, and then it kind of died out. Because the people that have put so much effort and, and, uh, and time into building it to what it was, didn't get anything back. You know, no. there was no incentivization, there was nothing, no, there was no, nothing but even not even an attaboy for what these users have put in to build this conglomerate platform up to what it was. Same thing that's kind of happening right now with Facebook. A lot of people are starting to get a little vindictive and envious of how much Facebook has been making off of their data while not getting anything in return. It, it, it feels starting to feel like theft at some point. I feel like we will have, you know, a, a, a legal stance on your uh, data and the, mm-hmm. uh, t- the attention and time that you spend providing value to platforms without them providing value back will be considered theft whether it be intellectual or otherwise it will be theft and you know platforms will eventually have to find a way to monetize the time people spend on their platforms by contributing value to it because it is theft and people are waking up to this because thank luckily thankfully the mainstream media for once they kind of brought it to light a little bit with you know you know what how much money they're making off of your personal data when and you yeah, can yeah. own that yourself and like you said putting it putting yourself out there on steam uh rather than facebook and earning off of contributing to that platform's value yeah and i, I wrote a post recently like one big thing i think is missing from steam is actually advertising so a lot of people think oh like steam is decentralized and has a new monetization method but it doesn't there's not a new monetization method the monetization is exactly the same it's just who gets that money that's different Right. So instead of Facebook or whatever company getting the money, it's the people providing the value getting the money. But the money still comes from the same place. Right. Which is advertising. And, and I think so on Steam, 
you know, like Facebook obviously loves everyone who advertises on their site, right? If someone spends a bunch of money advertising on Facebook, that's good for them. Unless an so, advertiser that spends more money threatens to leave because they, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, I see what but, you're but saying. But the point is like in, on Steam, the people, the users, you're the shareholders, you're the stakeholders, you're the owners of Steam. So like I, you would want, like I would love for companies to advertise on Steam. I would want to see their ads. I would turn off all my ad blockers because I want to be like, yes, spend your money on Steam to advertise here because I'm an owner of that, right? That yes. makes my Steam more valuable. That makes me get more money for my contributions. So it's like a weird thing where the whole internet is based on like people hating ads and you know advertisers are trying to get them not to block well, their ads. Well, they're stealing my attention and I that know, is but my see, value. Steam, it turns that on its head and people yep. don't realize that like the ads are awesome you know it's like yes i if if some company like let's say trezor you know went and they they bought Which, 100, i don't 000. understand why they're not but go ahead give them some right. free so, advice like, they should take yeah so like okay here's this community of like fifty thousand crypto users right you you buy steam and you use that to advertise on steamit.com or whatever site right and now all these people are like i would go i i don't need a trezor but i would go and buy one just because they're they're coming in and advertising on Steam helps me. It helps my Steam. It makes my Steam more valuable. Like I would love every advertiser on there. I mean, people would be like campaigning for everyone to go like turn off their ad blockers and go buy the products for the companies that advertise on Steam because they're making. What's holding them back? You think then? Like, because they can't advertise on Facebook, they can't advertise on Twitter, they don't allow these things. It's been pretty public that you can't, you know, pay for advertising of Bitcoin or blockchain or crypto, whatever, on these platforms. Why haven't we seen that advertising revenue come I, I don't think it's on anyone's way? radar. Like I said, it's just another, like... 50,000 daily active users not being marketed to, because, and, and a lot of these companies' products and... and platforms go unknown because they're marketing to people that don't even understand crypto to begin with. Yeah, I mean, one thing that's hard is that steamit.com doesn't have an advertising. It doesn't have advertising and, and it should and it really should. So I think well, it some incentivizes of, evangelism, uh, evangelistic advertising, I think. Yeah, so you can do it. But like, I mean, steamit.com should just like sell ads straight up like it for steam right you buy steam you buy an ad from steamit.com like shows up on the home page like you know up, you know or in in your feet i don't care where it shows up but like so it's just it's not it's not like there's no ad sales team going out and selling this and i think there should be and i think like i think that's what you need and then yeah it's like a no-brainer like if i'm any crypto related product i would advertise on steam and you don't even have to actually spend money on it you can just buy a bunch of steam and hold it right that you can let's say they they put I'm sure they have a huge advertising budget right spend a couple hundred k you could buy a of your advertising budget which you already have you could buy like a million steam power with that you're not you're not spending that money you're investing it in steam power so you didn't even spend it you were planning to spend it on advertising but you have it and it could be a good investment in itself and then you have you can target this community I mean if you have a million steam power in your account and you say go post about how awesome Trezor is and we'll upvote you, you will get every single person on the Steam platform going crazy about your product. Absolutely. Like, and, and you didn't spend any money on it. Like, it's such Well, not even just companies. I feel like the individuals, too. We have a lot of these, you know, YouTubers that are, you know, crypto influencers that don't even, you know, spread their content into these avenues. Like, I try to spread my content onto as many different platforms as possible that are supporting blockchain technology, Steam, DLive, BitTube, all these different avenues that are kind of, you know, competing with, you know, YouTube in that, you know, content way and i just don't see as many of these mainstream people even i don't even think andreas antonopoulos is is using steam it right now is he i feel like like everyone's been, so. been bugging on the start one it doesn't make sense i wonder is it kind of because of the controversial aspect of it being a cryptocurrency and an investment uh blockchain project something like that where it maybe disincentivizes some from utilizing it, seeming like they may be supporting it as an investment vehicle or something. I don't know, but it just doesn't make sense that there's not just companies, but even individuals like Andreas that haven't yet like found this 50,000 daily active user platform worth their while. It's what, what, what do you think is keeping these companies and individuals, you know, not just knowing, because we have people out there, you know, evangelistically promoting it, saying, hey, come post on here, come post on here, promote on here. What do you think still may be holding them back even if they are aware? 
Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know in the case of Andreas or, or something, but I feel like companies, um, it's just not on their radar. I mean, I feel like they're probably getting you know pinged at all angles about different crypto projects and different things, and Steam That's isn't true. doing that. And Steam is just always like, yeah, well, ours is better and it's good and it's gonna like live on its own you know merits, and everyone's just gonna find out and come. But we're just losing out to the crappier projects that just go out and like market to these yeah that had the ico money you're right it's they're being drowned out by the ico marketing guys it sucks that they don't have like you said that marketing team but it's also i think good on its own because it has that uh, that authenticity in the community where we don't have that toxicity that you know marketing money does bring in when you do get a lot of you know you know marketing money out there you start to really bring in the wrong people sometimes that are just there for the wrong reasons that capitalize as bad actors and i I feel like Steam has been doing a great job in its own sense of the the community, not just inviting people like minded, but more so like kind of downvoting and 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 weaning out the bad actors and keeping it as a a clean of a community as it is, as opposed to something a, a, a Reddit or whatever you know where it becomes like I know people say Steam has a problem with the whales and blah blah blah, but I, I feel like it's it's a lot less of a problem than what we see on the platforms like Reddit or even on Twitter or Facebook where you can get completely shut down um, you know by the platform not just by the peers using it and I feel like you know people want to complain about censorship but I feel like in a decentralized means of censorship like on Steam if you're talking about something people don't like it's like smoking a cigarette in a room 99% of the people aren't smoking cigarettes in that room they're gonna come together and get you out of the room you can keep smoking just do that shit over there not in our environment and that is consensus you know and that's what I think is really powerful about Steam and people should really start to learn more about those, you know, they're just a way to pa- combat the soapbox of, of the, the enemy that they're right now. All these YouTubers that made cannabis videos, they're gone. Yeah. They got yeah. shut down and all their videos were deleted. They didn't even have them backed up. So they just lost everything for years of content. And they could have been putting this on the blockchain. And even if they got voted down, it's still there. It's just not visible on that UI, but you can get to your data. And I think people really need to start backing up their stuff on these decentralized platforms. Yeah, so I mean, I yeah, like you, it's just Steam is, is, is really awesome and it has this really great, great use case and it has this great value and great community and it's frustrating because it's not it's not being promoted it's not out there it's not on anyone's radar um and i hope that like just something happens i feel like it might even only take like one company like one trezor one something to like run this type of campaign and then when when they see how successful it is and other people see how successful it is hopefully there'll be a pile on effect Um, So I've, you know, I wrote a post about it recently and like, I'm kind of, I'm too busy with my steam monsters thing to, to do any of this, but I'm trying to push some of the other like front ends to try to do this, go out and get that first advertiser and just start that rolling. Well, guys, if you are watching this, that's that's up to you, the viewer. You are the militia in the revolution right now. So uh, a lot of this falls on the shoulders of the people that feel like they can carry it. And if you think that you can go out and find somebody and you're watching this, I encourage you to just ask, panhandle, and educate these companies, you know, because it is important to to exercise the community building of this. You know, like like Matt said, there's no marketing team. It's us, the, the, the evangelists the yeah. believers and uh, it's up to us to go out there and show them these avenues exist stop telling them stop giving your money to the non-believers that are google and you can invest in the community that you know is already believing in you and i don't know man i just wanted to get i guess my last question is kind of like an elevator pitch style thing what's your elevator pitch for either steam or steam monsters like you're wearing your shirt you hop in your uber and the uber driver's like what's steam or steam monsters What what is that yeah, they're two kind of pretty different things. Um, Pick one. So I, yeah, all right. I mean, so Steam Monsters is like, if you're a gamer, if you play any type of game, right, online, you know, you spend money on it. They're free to play, right, but you always spend money on it. You never get any of that money back. It's not an investment. When you're done playing that game, it's all lost. Yeah, exactly. So here the idea is that everything you buy is yours. You own it. It's a digital asset. You can trade it. You can sell it. And you can also use it to play the game. So it's, it's like an, when you, whenever you spend money, it's like you're making an investment. And you can also do something fun with it. That's my elevator pitch. 
Dude, that nailed it. Actually, I feel like that. That's it. Real. I'm gonna have to memorize something like that, man. That was a good one, dude. All right, guys. So look in the description box below. There is a link for a chance to win. Now, ten people will win a ten dollar value starter pack. So click on the link below. Enter for your chance to win a $10 value Steam Monster Starter Pack so we can all start playing together. Comment your Steam or yeah, your Steam account at name. Comment that below in the comment section. I'll drop you a card or a starter pack and we'll get you guys enrolled. Let me know if you're already playing and you know, let, let's do this, guys. Uh, check it out. We got uh, Matt. Co-founder of Steam Monsters, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on. I know you got a meetup. I'm actually on my way to Philly to come meet up with you at the meetup. So thank yes. you for taking the time to come on the podcast today. It's such short notice. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. And like you said, I'll see you in an hour or so. All right, guys. Pound the thumbs up button. Click subscribe. Flick the alert bell and have a day. Shout out to Satoshi's Ball by JarsLearnCrypto.com in Ottawa, December 15th. Monarch Token and Monarch Wallet. StrokenTokens.com. Bitcoin Energy and Bitbacker.io. Shout out to Satoshi's Ball by...